0: What is going on, everybody? This is Mike Hughes, and you're listening to Mike on the Mic, everything sports-related podcast. Tonight, it is currently 9.01, February fifteenth, twenty 2021. We are just... Just reacting, practically, to the Chicago Bulls defeating the Indiana Pacers in Indiana for the first time since, let me pull it up, it's March 2016, the exact date, March 29th, 2016. This is our first time winning in Indiana. This is insane. It went in the overtime. Zach Levine with a clutch three to take the lead in the fourth quarter. Um, man, what a game. Zach Levine, I believe this is like his 10-30 point game this season. Um, What an amazing game by Zach Levine. Zach Levine is one of our first topics of tonight. We're going to be talking about the All-Star Game. We're going to be talking about the Football Hall of Fame for 2021. And so much more. We're going to be talking about Andre Drummond, Blake Griffin, and everybody else that's refusing to play right now until they are traded. Uh, Anthony Davis's health status. Tonight is a basketball-consumed episode mixed in with the Football Hall of Fame. I hope you guys enjoy. This is going to be an amazing conversation, an amazing acquirement. Um, by the Chicago Bulls. Hopefully, you know we hear within the next couple weeks. I hope they do make a splash during the trade deadline. I hope we do acquire somebody like an Andre Drummond um, or something along those lines. We're gonna have to see. We're gonna have to be patient, and we're gonna have to find out what's going on because there's you know there's so many unknowns, and so many other teams are trying to make moves at the same time. But to start it off, let's talk Zach Levine. Zach Levine right now is going insane. I can't believe I can, I, I don't even know how to start this, because there's there's, chan- there's a possibility that Zach Levine doesn't even make the All-Star game, which is insane to me, the fact that this man might actually miss his second straight All-Star appearance, due to the fact that it's a fan vote, and then everybody, it's a popularity contest, practically, and that's how I'm, I'm, that's how I'm truly going about it. If Zach Levine misses this game, I promise you that I will never take the All-Star game seriously ever again. I, I started to do that with the Pro Bowl um, even awards in the NFL. It really does seem like, you know, there's sometimes like Aaron Rodgers things where, you know, it's completely understandable why he won the MVP, but then Aaron Donald winning defensive player of the year when TJ Watt did so much more all across the board with one less game played. I mean, it just speaks volumes to how stupid and how, you know, rigged the actual system is. And, And, you know, there's a lot that goes into that. A lot of people, um, Try to make a case saying that you know they don't want him to win it because he's white and a Defensive Player of the Year award typically doesn't go to a white individual. Um, I'm not going to make that case. I'm not going to make that argument. But I'm just saying there's a lot of things that people say to why everything goes a certain way. And, and things like Zach Levine, and in that case, it's really the only guys that make it are playoff contenders. Um, and stuff like that. Same thing goes for the MVP award. Bradley Beal should be in the MVP conversation. Zach Levine should be in the MVV conversation, um, and many others. But they're not, and why are they not in the conversation? It's simple. Um, They're not making the playoffs. And that's just the facts. Like, LeBron is having an amazing season. Joel Embiid is having an amazing season. Um, Joker is having an amazing season. But the fact is that these guys aren't in the conversation just because they aren't, you know, in playoff contention. And I don't see how that's important or relevant because when you think about it when you truly do think about it most valuable player who is the person that is the most valuable player to any team not just to a team this is not a team award this is not a record award um if that were the case lebron james would win one every single year um and and derrick rose would have won various ones you know kobe bryant would have won more than one um there's a lot of people and and michael jordan as well um, he probably would have won 10. But there's a lot of people that just, you know, fail to understand that being in the conversation of an all star and an MVP means a lot more than just your team's record. It means so much. It means what you're producing, what you're doing number-wise. Zach Levine is off the charts right now. Zach Levine is on a totally different level. I mean, if we're going to talk about it right now, it's 28.2 points per game, 5.3 rebounds per game, 5.3 assists per game, 51.8 field goal percentage, 42.3 three-point percentage. Um, and, and I just want you to know these are all career highs. These are all career highs, and it's insane to me to think that, you know, Zach Levine is not an all-star. I know there's a lot of other better players. There's a lot of other players that deserve it as well. But Zach Levine was not only snubbed last year, he snubbed this year. Tonight he played 38 minutes, 30 points, 11 for 25, 9 rebounds and 3 assists. The man just went off. Against the LA Clippers, 34 minutes, 26 points, 9 rebounds and 6 assists. I mean, the guy just... every And against New Orleans. New Orleans, he had 46 points. I mean, the man had 7 rebounds and 4 assists. I mean he's just so consistent night in and night out and mind you um he's doing it without potentially three starters I know Patrick Williams did get most of the starts before Otto Porter Jr. went down but it also makes me question how hurt Otto Porter actually is or if he's just trying to you know to basically see what happens at the trade deadline I'm not questioning him I'm not saying he's not hurt um it would make sense because he is always hurt Laurie marketing as well. Wendell Carter Jr. was back tonight, which was great to see, um, especially because I have my fantasy team. But um, it's one of those things where Zach Levine's doing this with without a true point guard in Kobe White, who's becoming, um, who, who's becoming more of a point guard every single night. We see him getting better every single day. But it's one of those things where, you know, he's still not fully there yet. So Zach Levine is doing this without a Russell Westbrook like Bradley Beal, without an Anthony Davis number two sidekick. He's not, he doesn't have a number two all-star. He really doesn't. Um, It's really Thaddeus Young, Kobe White, and sometimes Patrick Williams. And that's really it. But Zach Levine is doing this by himself. We're going to be looking at the numbers tonight. The numbers were great. Um... Season-wise, I mean, Zach Levine just keeps getting better and better. Last year, he, you know, we're gonna talk about it right now. He's been in the league since twenty fourteen. Here's the points per game for every single year from fourteen all the way to twenty twenty. Um, it goes forty or ten points per game, fourteen points per game, eighteen point nine, which is basically nineteen, uh, 16.7, 23.7, and 28.1 I mean the man gets better and better every single year so just tell me right now and Realistically tell me like actually have a full thought out argument Tell me exactly why zach levine does not deserve to be an all-star right now You can't you can't tell me he doesn't deserve to be an all-star You can't tell me that there's somebody better than him right now you know, the very last person who makes the All-Star game, the very last, the bench of the bench, you can't tell me that that guy is better than Zach Levine. I don't care who it is. I don't care where he's from. I don't care what his team's record is. I don't care about anything. I don't care about any of that. It's just the facts. Zach Levine deserves to be an All-Star. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that think, oh, well, you're just saying that because you're a Bulls fan. But at the end of the day, it makes zero sense to me in my mind Um that if we, if we see this happen, if we see this occur, and I said this, if you watched my podcast the other night with Kevin Lapka um, about the Chicago Bulls, I'm, I'm going to go out there and say it, and I'm going to fully commit myself to this quote. I want you all to hear it right now. If Zach Levine is snubbed of another All-Star appearance and does not make the 2021 All-Star game, he will lead the Bulls to the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it flat off the bat. I'm going to be completely open and completely honest. This man will be in his bag times 11, times 12 that he's, that he's already been in. If, if this man is cheated again... There is there is no stopping him. I, I truly do believe that he is going to reach another level. So a part of me wants him to miss the All-Star game just so he can get in that bag and get in that mindset and just be a complete killer out there. Help develop Patrick Williams. Help get Kobe White, uh, you know, continue to help him flourish and, and make him look better. Um, hopefully get Laurie Markkinen back soon. I already got Wendell Carter back. Thaddeus Young is doing his thing. Temple is doing his thing. Valentine is showing up every now and then. Um... Excuse me. We're gonna see what happens with Hutchinson and, and there and Gafford and there's just so much more. Especially being led by Billy Donovan, I truly think this team can do it. <laughs> Excuse me. Um I truly think this team is something special. I think we're gonna we're I'm honestly so excited about Bulls basketball. I think we're honestly at a point where Bulls basketball is going to be so relevant again that I'm not even gonna be able to contain myself once we're able to get back into the United Center. Um if you haven't followed me on TikTok, I think you should. There's a couple videos that went viral. I had 70K on one, uh 57k on the other, and like 13k on one of them. Uh it's all just bullshit and then sports stuff, but my biggest thing right now is what I'm trying to do is get Benny the Bull to see my TikTok, follow me on TikTok, um, and hopefully meet up with him one day. But that's my that's my dream right now, that's my goal. Um we got a couple guys rumored to be on the podcast soon, so be it be on the lookout for that. Pro Bowl cornerback from the Chicago Bears. Um Hopefully sometime soon within the next month, we got uh, a World Series champion from the Chicago Cubs in the works right now. We're going to be seeing how that works out. not going to spoil anything. Um, Everything's going to be looking great. Everything's going to be looking freaking fancy soon, I hope. Um, I, I just can't believe I've had all this love and support from you guys. I know I'm drifting into a different conversation right now, but I just wanted to take this moment to say thank you before we reach our next topic. Um, And our next topic is, you know, we discussed it with Kevin, we discussed it with others, is free agency, honestly, and and, and the trade deadline. There's a lot of people in the trade deadline that we're going to have to be discussing, we're going to have these conversations about. um, And right now we're going to be talking about Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond was breaking news today. it says, reporting from Brian Windhorst, the Cleveland Cavaliers are no longer planning to play center Andre Drummond as they work to trade the two-time All-Star prior to the NBA's March 25th deadline, sources told ESPN. So basically, Derrick Rose had a similar situation where he ref- he didn't refuse to play, but basically it was a mutual understanding you're not playing until you're traded. It was traded to the Knicks literally like a, a day or two later. Um... Then later tonight, we saw the same, or earlier today, we saw the same thing happen with Blake Griffin. Blake, uh, ESPN posted today, Blake Griffin to sit while Detroit Pistons weigh trade, buyouts, b- options for former NBA All-Stars. So basically what's happening right now is, you know, there's guys like Blake Griffin who don't have a lot of value. And, and you know, their health is questionable. So you really don't want to lose any of that. You don't want any part of that. You don't want to see that happen. And Blake doesn't want that to happen either because he's looking for a new contract next year. Um, I believe it's next year. Um, but yeah, and he doesn't want to get injured, so he's just saying, you know what, listen, I'm going to sit here, hang tight. Um, if you guys find a way to move me, move me. If not, I'm not playing the rest of the year. And that's just the fact. Blake Griffin has nothing to play for. Um, the Detroit is a horrible basketball organization who is slowly getting better by adding Jeremy Grant and others... Um, but they still have a lot of work to do. They still have a lot of things to do. I think keeping D-Rose was the move um, and just build around that, but he doesn't have enough time left in the league, I don't think, um, to the point where, you know, he's comfortable doing that. I think he wanted out. I think he wanted to go somewhere with Tibbs or just to a contender. Um, But in the case for Andre Drummond, I think Andre Drummond could, there's a lot of potential places I think Andre could fit very well. Um, There's, you know, one of my main places right now, I think, The Chicago Bulls are definitely one of them because Wendell Carter Jr.'s health is very questionable. Um, The Brooklyn Nets is another because I think they, even though, you know, DeAndre Jordan is a great player um, and and just knows his role, I just think they need more bench. They need more, they need, they need a lot more. They're just letting, they're just allowing way too many points right now, to be quite honest. Um, But yeah, for Blake Griffin, I really don't know who would pick up Blake Griffin for a while as a Bulls fan. I wanted to trade Otto Porter Jr. and a draft pick for Blake Griffin and um, Derrick Rose. But obviously, that's impossible now. So there's no way in hell I'll take Blake Griffin. I'm not going to have two white forwards that, uh, <laughs> that are going to be injured all the time. And Laurie Market and, and, and Blake Griffin. That, that, that just won't happen. Um, I'm sorry. And, and I like Laurie. And I had this conversation with my buddies um, earlier in my group chat. And it was one of those things where the, Kevin said it best the best ability is availability. And, and that really stuck with me because it's something I've heard before, but it's not something I really took in consideration when talking about this Bulls team. And when you have Otto Porter Jr., um, Laurie Market and Wendell Carter Jr. just out time and time again. They'll give you a good 15 games and then bam, they'll miss three weeks to a month. They'll, get in, you'll, they'll come back for five to 15 games and then bam, they're out another couple weeks. It's always something new with these guys and it's always something different. Um, and the same thing with Blake Griffin. And, and, it's, and it's one of those things where you really got to take into consideration what you want. Like, yes, Wendell and Laurie, I believe, are 22 and 23 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but the fact that you're playing like an old Blake Griffin to the point where you're just missing so many de- so many games because of you know little knickknacks and injuries and, and wrist flare-ups and, and ankle flare-ups, it just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But for Andre Drummond, we're gonna have this conversation. We're gonna talk about it right now. You know, could he go to the Lakers? Could he go to the Clippers? Where could he go? Where could he land? Um, I think the Clippers are are an interesting conversation to have right now. I think that's something that would be very interesting because you know they did lose Montrose Harrell. Um, They do have Zubac, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. Zubac is who he is. Um, He's never gonna be that guy. You know what I mean? Um, It's it's possible one day he could be, but not for this season right now. From what it looks like. Um, so the Clippers would be interesting, you know, Kawhi, PG, Drummond. It, it'd be very interesting. Uh, Lou Will, you know, Mon, uh, not Mon Charles, uh, Pat Bev, and, a few, and a many others. I mean, it'd be a very interesting lineup. Um, another one, and, and it's a weird one. This is a weird one for me, and a lot of people aren't going to like it. I think the 76ers would be something interesting to take into um, consideration. You know, you could put you know, him on the bench. You could put him in a rotational piece um or you could completely flip it on its ass. I mean, you have Doc Rivers who can definitely figure it out. Joel Embiid is playing at an MVP level, no doubt about it, but he would even be better if you put him at the power forward position. Um I doubt they do it. I really don't think they would do it. I there's no doubt in my mind um that Embiid is one of the best centers in the game right now. But I mean, if you add Drummond to that, I mean, it would just be a very it would be an insane it, it would be an insane big man group. And especially with how tall Ben Simmons is. Ben Simmons, if I'm not mistaken, um, I think he's like 6'11. Yeah, he's like 6'11, basically seven feet. I mean, that would be a huge big man combo. Um, a trio, basically. And then you have Danny Green, Seth Curry, um, who, you know, Seth Curry's shooting better than Danny Green right now. And he's part of the 50 50 90 club, potentially. Um, but it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens with him. Blake Griffin, I'm just going to be quite honest. I think he might end up back in L.A. with the Clippers just as, like, a retirement thing. I have no idea. The man hasn't dunked, like I said, since or like me and Kevin said, since, like, 2019. Um, Which isn't as big of a deal as people think it is. Now, here's my thing with that, and we talked about it before. When you get injured and when something bad happens to you, you have to figure out a new way to just be you, a new way to develop your game and be productive. And if that means not dunking because that avoids injury... That's fine. You see that with Derrick Rose now. When's the last time you honestly saw a Derrick Rose dunk a basketball? I cannot remember. I really can't. I truly, if you can go back and find the film of Derrick Rose in a Timberwolves jersey, um, you know, when he started figuring it out, and then in a Pistons jersey, and now in a Knicks jersey, a current Knicks jersey, number four, um, if you could find that video, find it for me because I couldn't, I I watched so many games of Derrick Rose as a Timberwolves. Um, as a, as a piston, as you know, a, a, a Nick now he doesn't. He just doesn't. He elevates his game to a different level. He's a better inside shooter. He's a better inside scorer. Um, he drives into the paint. I mean, the man just gets the job done without having to dunk and be that explosive player that he once was. He's more educated. He's he's a better facilitator than he ever has been. And I truly do believe that. That's why I wanted him back on the Bulls. Um, I think Blake has just failed to find that. He's failed to become you know an elite scorer without dunking the basketball and, and it's hard it's hard a lot of the guys spend their whole careers just dunking slamming dunks and, and just you know scoring here and there from outside of the paint and, and making it look good but once you lose that explosiveness and that mobility it just takes a lot out of you um and, and it's sad it really is sad to see that because you really don't want to see that happen to anybody and Andre Drummond is one of those guys as well to where you know some nights he can give you so much and then some nights he gives you so little um, but this year, if you have him in fantasy, I'm, God bless you. I mean, what a steal. Um, our next topic we're going to be getting into, and, it's one, and this is going to be a shorter episode because I probably have to go back out and shovel because we're expected to get over a foot of snow. So if you're in the Chicago area or anywhere in the Midwest, God bless you. Stay safe. Stay warm. Uh, do whatever you got to do. Just, you know, stay safe. Um, next up, we're going to be talking about, I'm a little late on this, but I wanted to talk about it just because it's an interesting conversation. Um, the 2021 hall of fame class for the NFL is here. We have a lot of guys right now. We have Alan Faneca, uh, coach Tom Flores. We have Calvin Johnson from the Detroit lions. We love to see that John Lynch, Bill Nunn, Drew Pearson, and Charles Woodson. And nonetheless, the, the, one of the greatest of all time, Peyton Manning, this is an amazing list. Um, I'm really only going to be talking about two of these guys because I really just wanted to dive into it and have these conversations. Um, Peyton Manning and Calvin Johnson. What what did this means to me and how insane this really is? Um, you know, another person that was considered a candidate to like a finalist was Jared Allen. He didn't get in, I don't believe. Um, he just missed it. But it's one of those things where you know he was a Chicago Bear as well, so there'd be another Bear in the Hall of Fame. Um, hopefully we see Devin Hester soon, Charles Peanut Tillman and others, Julius Peppers, maybe, um, Lance Briggs should definitely be in there one day. But, um, back to what I'm saying, it's, it's, it's crazy to see these guys, you know, we get so old without realizing it that, you know, these guys are grown men. They they've grown up and then they're bigger than, you know, we think, and I I don't mean to drag this out, I don't mean to have these conversations, you know, where this, the conversation really means nothing, but I think that's one of the best, um, hold on one second, I just need to make sure this is, this is right, because I just got some breaking news, and I just want to make sure before I say anything, um, wow, well, all right, so we got two conversations to have now, (laughs) It says the Broncos are not in on trading for Carson Wentz, but the Chicago Bears are cu- the current front runners and potentially just traded for him. I doubt they actually did it because I would have heard about it, um, but it seems like he's the number one candidate. Uh, so sorry about that. Sorry about that interruption. Um, I'm sure some of you are listening to this right now and being like, holy shit, like, why are you not taking this more seriously? But until I hear it from you know one of the bigger mouths of Twitter, I'm not going to be paying much attention to it. Um, I, you know, if it, if it happens, it is what it is, but back to what we were saying. Um, it's one of those things where you watch these guys growing up and, and you don't think that, you know, they're ever going to retire. You don't think that you're ever going to grow up and you don't think that, you know, time's going to go by, but it has, I mean, how old is Peyton Manning right now? Peyton Manning is, we're going to look it up. I mean, Calvin Johnson did retire early. He could have been probably one of the best to do it. Um, he's 40, yeah, Peyton is 44 years old. That is insane, but it's just one of those things where, you know, time goes by, and you just enjoy every single moment, and, you know, you just cherish it all, because you never know, you know, how how fast time is going to fly. I mean, Calvin Johnson, I believe Calvin's very, not young, but, like, younger than you would think, Um, just because he retired so early. Yeah, he's only 35, so he definitely could have still been playing. He chose not to for his body, which was completely understandable, um, and his mind, but... Yeah, I mean it's it's an honor. It's an honor to have those guys in there. I can't wait till we get more guys like that, like Devin Hester, um, you know, Lance Briggs, and others. You know, it's Clay Matthews is even one of them. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's it's all Matthew Stafford as well. We're we're not far from those days, and, and I think that's crazy to say that Adrian Peterson. Um, I I don't know if Matt Forte would make it, but it's a possibility. Um, it's it's just one of those things where. Man, just time just keeps flying, and it keeps blowing my mind more and more each day. Um, Sorry about the rumors about the Carson Wentz thing for dragging that out, but, I mean, Twitter is blowing up about it right now. I doubt it happened. Um, I'm going to look into it a little bit more right now on Twitter, but I really haven't, you know, I feel like I would have gotten the text about it or or heard about it, Um, but, yeah, I, I truly do believe that, you know, the Bears aren't going to get Carson wins. I think it's possible. I think it's something very interesting to entertain. But I just I just don't think we're offering enough from what I heard right now. Um, but, you know, it'll be interesting. But that's all I really got for you guys today. Thank you guys for listening. This has been Mike Hughes from Mike on the Mic. Everybody have a sa- stay safe. Have a blessed week. Uh, stay warm. Shovel for your neighbors if you can. If you're, you know, young and mobile. Um, you know, le- what leads heart attacks for elderly in the winter is the fact that people are shoveling and they are not taking that into consideration that, you know, um, it is a lot on your body, especially with over a foot of snow. So shovel for your neighbors if you can and you're young. Um, God bless you guys. Talk to you later.